Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Hey girls and welcome to this week's check-in. I am actually on my own today. It's just me, myself and I um, because Chloe is on holiday, the lucky little bitch. Um, So yeah, it's just me today and I want to just remind everybody why we do check-ins. Like why is it important for you to check in? And it's important for you to check in because it helps you reflect on, you know, where you're at and where you want to be and, you know, point out to you know maybe where your strengths are and maybe where you need to be putting a little bit more effort it obviously is important for us as well because we can then help you a lot of people think that they should only check in when they've had a good week but actually it's more important for you to check in when you've maybe not been being great because that's where it's important for you to reflect and important for us to help you. You don't come to us because you know everything what you're doing. You come to us because you need help with feeling more confident with, you know, with your health and fitness, with your nutrition. That is why you've joined this program. Now we ask questions specifically to help you reflect on where you're at. So one of the questions that we do ask are, are your um, actions in line with your goals? And I think that's such a good question. And one of the girls, Lindsay is, sorry, no, it wasn't Lindsay. It was Meg that's actually said in her answer this week, I feel like I've come a long way reflecting on this. And I love seeing that because, it just shows, it does get people to reflect on where they were when they started, where they're at now. Okay, you might not be where you want to be right now, but you are working towards being that person, being that person who is confident, being that person who loves going to the gym, being that person who makes better choices with their food. And it's a journey, but if you're not checking in, then like we say all the time, that is a choice. Everything is a choice. So if you're not checking in, then you're not helping your future self. So you need to make sure we're going into week five of the program now. Now, we do not, you know, obviously we care, you know, what you've been doing and where you're at, but we don't care if you sort of haven't had the best first four weeks because you can change that. This is why it's called eight weeks to change. It's about changing and you might revert back to old habits now and then, But if you're not doing anything about it and you're not trying to change, you're going to stay stuck in that place where you don't want to be. Ultimately, you don't want to be there because you're trying to make a change. And if you are struggling and you're thinking, oh, I just won't check in because I haven't been great, come and speak to me and Chloe. Well, maybe not Chloe because she's away, um, but come at the moment, but come and speak to me. Um, I am here to help you. So, and so is Chloe. It's just that she's away on holiday. So she may take a bit longer to reply to any messages. Um, But yeah, it's about reflection and it's about understanding not where you're going wrong, but maybe where you put need to put more effort because there will be things for some people. For some people, it'll be super easy to go and get the steps in and it, it doesn't require much effort. But for that same person, they may struggle with protein. But then for another person, it may be really hard for them to get their steps in and then it may be really easy for them to hit the protein. So everybody's different. It's just about looking at where you are and where the effort needs to be placed. And like I said, if you need help with us, with 
it, come and speak to us. So let's kick off with our wins because we love to celebrate wins here at Eight Weeks to Change and we've got loads of them. I was actually going through the check-ins today and I was like, I wanted to highlight them all, but then I was thinking I'm probably going to be there all day. So starting off with Meg Mitchell. So Meg has said, my biggest win this week is being mindful, which I absolutely love with food, even when on holiday, I never enjoy, oh, sorry, <laughs> I never not enjoyed a meal or snack, but I also considered with what I was consuming, which was a lovely freeing feeling. So people might think actually it's, oh my God, I'm like tracking my foods and I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm eating all the time. But Meg's actually said that was actually a freeing feeling of of being like that because she's not worrying anymore about what she's eating or feeling guilty about it. She's being mindful. She's got more understanding about nutrition. So it was actually a free and feeling, which is which is amazing. And I love to hear that. She said there were days on holiday where I walked 29k steps as well, which I was pretty happy about myself. So that is absolutely amazing. And I find that a lot with recently, obviously it's the summer. A lot of people are going away on city breaks, on holidays, on days out with their family. And it might mean that you don't get your workout in. But if you're being active, we've done a podcast all about this, about how missing the gym isn't the end of the world. But, you know, it's important for you to be moving, you know, daily. So Meg saying that you got 29K steps in one day is, is amazing. And actually one of her struggles that she mentions is about missing the gym. So I'll go on to that in a, a, later in the podcast. So Karen has said, my win was stepping on the scales this morning after four days away and two nights out. And I would normally have avoided them because I knew I was going to have put on, but I put my big girl pants on and I faced it. And again, I think that's really important that you've actually thought, well, do you know what? Yeah, I probably will have gained, but you have to remind yourself when we say it all the time, it's not body fat. You don't gain body fat that quickly. So yet the scales will have gone up. But don't be disheartened by it because they will come back down, but they'll only come back down if you get back on track. So she said, I did try to track where I could and when I could, but this was difficult at times. I'm totally gutted that I've gained, but I just want to work harder this week to get back to where I was. I do plenty of work and even hitting nearly 26,000 steps. So was buzzing, really enjoyed going out and doing the walks with the dog. So you are going to get that feeling. And it's normal because I get it sometimes when you're not like you step on the scales and it's not done what you thought it was going to, or maybe you do get that gain and you just get that instant dread of, oh, but like I've just said, it's it's just water weight. It's not body fat. So don't worry. And you're doing the right things there, Karen, by saying like you're getting back to it and trying harder this week to get yourself back into the swing of things. The worst thing you can do is come back off being away and nights out and just let it spiral into like a week, two weeks, three weeks, because then you've got to try and get back on track. And the more you leave it, the harder it's going to be. Lindsay Lupton has said, hit a PB doing 20K on my deadlifts, which is absolutely amazing. Still tracking everything the day after going the races, despite being hungover. And again, like what I've just said, is getting back to it is like the key to success. And what a lot of people don't do is get back to it after a night out or after being on holiday and yet okay you're being hungover but it doesn't mean that you can't do other things like I put a post up yesterday I was at a wedding on Saturday and I put a post up yesterday my literally my hangover cure is going for a walk and getting fresh air so that's one thing that I've done also fizzy drinks now I'm not somebody who drinks fizzy drinks if you're watching this on video you can see I've got my water I drink water naturally 
but when I'm hungover, I need a fizzy drink. Now that's not a bad thing, but if it's something that helps you feel better, then go and do it. And for me, it was an original Lucozade. I know a lot of people don't like original Lucozade, but it's definitely my hangover cure. Now, Anik has said that starting, a gra- starting to gradually introduce my steps back from having none a day to a few thousands with my injury. So Anik broke her leg in, I think it was week two, like the very start of week two. I think she'd like smashed the first week and a bit. And then she went out over the weekend and she messaged me and she said, I think I've sprained my ankle. So I was like, don't worry, we can work around it. And it actually worked out that she's broke her leg and she's in a boot. But again, being on this programme is massively helped. And now we are people who really want to help our clients and we want to help you get the best results that you possibly can long-term, not just for this eight weeks. So I'm not saying that she's going to break a leg in the future, but if she can learn how to deal with this, she can deal with anything. So she's gone from nothing to starting to increase steps. Now she did go off steps, she went off tracking, but it's understandable like you've just had something happen, which you're absolutely gutted about. And I had the conversation with Anika and said, so you've got two options. You can either sort of go into a hole and be like, the world's against me, I've broke my leg, I can't do anything. Or you know, a week or two, get your head around it and then let's get back on track. Now, it might not mean that she can do much workouts or do many steps, but she still can look after the nutrition, which is going to be a big part of it because Anique's goal is fat loss. And that's what we've agreed on. Actually, this week, she's going to introduce some workouts. Now, I've tweaked them a little bit for her. So she's just going to do upper body stuff. Liddy has said, my biggest win was hitting 100k on hip thrust. Well done, Lid, in the 100 club. And again, it's been a year or so, so I'm made up of getting stronger. So we're literally going into week five, so four weeks of progressive overload. And we asked for last week to try and hit some PBs, and Liddy had done it too. Well done, Lid. Then Nicola has said, still been struggling. I, I actually really love this win from Nick. So she said, still been struggling with having to with having this block from enjoying prepping and cooking. Now, Nicola is uh, lives on her own, so I know that that can be really hard to actually prep and cook for just one person. Michael was away, working away last week, and I found it really hard to do. Um, so she's been doing it, but still half-arsed and not enjoying it, which is she's found it hard because she loves cooking and eating fresh and don't ever buy ready meals. So give myself a break from it, from the mental battle. And she's got some of her friend's meal preps. And she said that she knows that this was the right decision to make to help her get away from this mental block and give herself a little bit of a break. Now, I love it because she's actually noticed that she's really struggling with it. And sometimes when you're struggling with something, you think, oh, I'll just go out ahead first. And it works sometimes, but actually sometimes it can make you like resent what you're doing. So actually taking a step away, and it could be Nicola bakes over the weekend. So it could be that she's in the kitchen a lot baking over the weekend. So when it's actually coming to be in the kitchen to cooking, she's just like, oh, I need a break. I don't want to be doing this, even though she loves cooking. So actually getting some meal preps and just giving herself a mental break away from cooking and being in the kitchen. Now, she could have done like two things. She could have either done what she's done and give herself a mental break and got some meal preps to help. Or she could have just went, I'm not doing it. And just went on and started like not tracking her food and just making poor choices. But she hasn't done that. And that's why I love that win. So well done, Nick. Then we've got Emma Moss. She would say her mindset and her discipline was, she was on a period last week. And when I say I couldn't be bothered, 
I really couldn't. There were so many times I wanted to just grab a takeaway and stay in bed and swerve my workout, but I didn't. So that's really good. And I was speaking to one of my one-to-one girls about this today. It really comes down to discipline and doing things that you don't want to do is where you're going to get the best results because no one ever come out of the gym. And this is what I was saying to me one-to-one girl, one of my one-to-one clients is, you don't ever come out of the gym and think that was... I regret that workout. Yeah, okay, sometimes you might come out and think that workout probably wasn't the best workout I've ever done, but you always feel better after it. So well done for that, Em. Emma Holland has said, enjoyed a weekend without restriction. I'm ready to kickstart my week again today. So I love it when people say that is because you can have a weekend without restriction, but you can just be mindful. And Emma said she's ready to get back to it today. So like I've mentioned before, getting back to it is the key to success. And then Lanry has said, hitting PBs every exercise bar one. So last week was where we asked everybody to try and hit some PBs before we moved on to a new four-week block. So well done doing that. So let's go on to the struggle. So well done to everybody that's checked in, but they're just some of the wins that I wanted to highlight today. Due to being on holiday, so this is Meg Mitchell, due to being on holiday, I was harder to reach my goals, such as protein, calories, or even my workouts. The workouts I tried not to feel too guilty due to doing so much, sorry, due to doing so much walking, stairs, slash stairs from holiday, but we were quite bad feeding ourselves. A lot of people have been away this week. I'm actually going to read Karen's struggles because hers is really similar. So struggling to track food because it was out of my control. Family were cooking and then eating out. I was really able to stick to my tick list because struggled with water and protein. So felt like I wasn't doing it correctly and really feel sluggish this week. But I have drank so much and I know that's why. So Meg and Karen were both away. Now, it is going to be harder to meet your goals, but don't be hard on yourself and don't feel guilty because you're going away with family and you're making memories and you're having a good time and you have both done your best with the situation that you were in. And that's a really good thing to do. Yet, you're probably not going to tick everything off because you're unsure. Like Karen said, family were cooking lots of meals out. Meg said the same. But that's it. You know, if that's your one holiday for the whole year, it's one week. Do you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. But both of them have said in the wins that they've done loads of steps. So you're doing loads of steps and you're enjoying time with your friends and your family. So don't be hard on yourself and just enjoy what you're doing. And then the key to success is getting back to it as soon as you're back. Meg has also said when we asked about nutrition, based on the week alone, it's been a bad but not through court causing new habits it was just due to being in a different environment and I didn't have certain options around me to reach my goals now that I'm home and some busy catching up on orders sorry I've just she's put something a little bit wrong there so Meg does bacon so she said she's busy catching up on orders I'm back to trying to hit my protein goals and eating more than I would than one meal a day which was obviously what she was doing and then lots of snacking while she was away so that's the other thing is like This is why we say you need to check in and reflect on the previous week. So Meg's reflected on, okay, I was away, so I wasn't hitting my protein and I wasn't really eating enough in the way of like nutritious whole foods. And that's what she's then going to focus on this week. If you say you're going to focus on it though, make sure you actually focus on it. Don't just put it in your 
check in form and then not do what you said you were going to do. You've got to actually take action on what you said you were going to do. So whatever that might be to help, like pre-planning your meals, tracking your foods and already um, actually like drinking enough water, making sure that you're planning your workouts in, do what you say you're going to do. So still on nutrition, Anika said not tracking foods at all, although I know I haven't ate my calories, I know I haven't ate the right foods. So me and Anika spoke, like, when she broke her leg, she just, obviously, as anybody, she's just sort of, like, spiralled into, like, a oh, my God, sort of, like, panic, which is fine, which is a normal reaction, but we spoke, and obviously we've said, like, let's get back to tracking your food. She was eating, and she's had to probably not eat enough um, and probably eating the wrong sort of things for her goals so she's gonna actually get back to tracking today and that's important is to just look at it and go right I'm gonna start and let's pre pre-plan and we actually spoke and she said she's gonna go and get like high protein snacks and stuff like that in so Lydia said my biggest struggle was my diet so a lot coming in about nutrition this week girl so the biggest struggle was my diet the week I've I've been absolutely fine hitting my target calories and protein and eating really well, but I went out for food twice with having plans and then out on a Friday and then more drinks again on Saturday. I just want to focus now the next half and lay off the alcohol as much. So also what Lydia had said later on in here, check him. So let me just find it. When we ask where it is, goal it actions in line with a goal she says yes they were I made it to the gym three times however there were a few really busy days at work where I couldn't get out for a walk with plans in the evening I didn't get my 7k in a couple of days so it's great that she went to the gym so she she was meeting the goals in that sense but like she's saying she didn't get out for a walk since she wasn't hitting at least 7k so it's something that she's going to focus on this week but she said she just needs to knuckle down now on the eating out as well I don't need to have a naan bread and chips and a curry and rice and a beer so this is what we say about eating out girls different when you're on holiday yeah be mindful when you're on holiday but also you want to enjoy yourself but if you are eating out a lot so she's at out quite a few times in the week do you need to have the chips the curry the rice the beer that every single time do you know what I mean do you need to have a glass of wine every single time you're eating out do you need to have three courses every time you're eating out and the answer is no if you've got goals then you're choosing things that aren't in line with your goals every time you're making them choices to have all of them things. And this is why we talk about the 4-2 rule. So the four things are like your drink, your starter, your main, your dessert. So instead of like Lydia said, having everything, it's okay to have everything if it's a special occasion. And I think we spoke about this on last week's uh, check-in. You know, if it's like a family member's birthday, you know, like a special birthday, 60th or 30th or first birthday, something like that, then yeah. But if it's something every week or even, you know, you're going out with the girls, like one of your friends says, oh, do you want to go out for your tea? Then choose wisely. You don't need to have everything. Use the four two. Pick two things. If you want to have the glass of wine, have the glass of wine and the main meal. Or if you want to have a starter and a main, have the starter and the main. Like I went out for food yesterday and I'd done the same thing. I got like a bit of a starter slash side and then I got the main meal and then that was it. I didn't get everything. So just make your choices and choose like wisely. And if it's something that you're doing every week, then yet you don't need to be having everything. It's raining here. Sorry, it, well, here, everybody, it's probably raining for everybody. So if you can hear that, it's just the rain on my windows because it is quite loud. 
So Emma Moore has said going out and being unsure of what drinks are best for being on a diet. So again, coming to like going out and drinking and stuff like that. So have a little look at what you drink. If you're somebody who goes out and drinks cocktails all night, then yeah, they're probably not going to be the best. So things like you can get lower calorie beer, uh, Prosecco, rather than like some wine's going to be like higher calorie. But if it's like a one-off night out, go out and enjoy yourself. But if it's something that you're doing quite on a regular basis, then yeah, have a little look. If you drink like short, so like gin or vodka or something like that, it's more the mixes that have got the ha- the calories in that can make it more calorific. So if you're having like a gin, maybe instead of having gin and lemonade, so a lot of places don't do diet lemonade, have gin and tonic. If you're having like, say, vodka and Coke, don't have full fat Coke, have like diet Coke. So that's what like the options. And then also if you are going out and you know that you're going out on Saturday and it's not a last minute thing, could you track your drinks prior to going out so you know how many calories roughly you're going to have? Okay, it might not be exact, but at least you're aware and then you could do the calorie banking through the week so that you're not sort of going over your weekly calories. So, for instance, say you know that you're going to go out and you drink gin and also maybe don't get doubles, get singles. So, track. say you're going to go out and you know it's like a, a day thing and you're maybe going to have, I don't know, overestimate it. I don't know if 10 gin and tonics is a lot because I don't drink gin and I'm not a very big drinker. I went out and I drank Aperol Spritz. Um, but again, I don't go out very often and I enjoy an Aperol Spritz, but I must have had maybe six something like that so you could pre-plan it in and put it in and see how many calories you're going to actually use on alcohol alone and then if you're not going out and eating making sure that you're having high protein foods through the day like plenty of fruit and veg in the day and stuff like that um so yeah but maybe emma if you let me know what you actually drink and we could have a conversation about maybe changes you could make in the future because you're, you might be fine with what you're actually choosing and it's not something that you need to, you know, worry about unless it's something that you're doing every single weekend and we might need to, you know, rein it in or maybe not have as many drinks sort of thing. Then we have got Nicholas and Nicholas said, so somebody else has mentioned being due on. So due on next week. So the bloat and the sweet cravings that I get this week before are so real right now. So we're all women. And we all get this and it's not a shock. So if you're craving sweet things and there's something in particular, then have it. And the reason I'm saying have it is because if you don't, and I know this from experience, you are going to just end up trying to resist the craving, trying to resist it, trying to resist it. And then before you know it, you're head first in a load of cake or whatever it might be that you're craving. So could it be that? instead of having like a sheer bar of chocolate but you're really craving chocolate could you just go and get yourself some like freddos or maybe like a, just a smaller dairy milk for instance or a, a smaller galaxy rather than eating like a full you know sheer bar of galaxy every day so you're still having the galaxy but you're just making a better choice because it's lower in calories than, than eating the, the sheer bar i think nicola enjoys cake from memory so if there's a certain cake or a brownie or something could you just have a little bit of that every day just to, you know, help with your cravings? And if you are craving things on your period the week before, then you can have an extra few two to 300 calories while you're craving. And it might not be the full week. It might only be like two or three days and you'd be better bringing yourself to maintenance or closer to maintenance for that two or three days to have them things that you're really craving and then bring yourself back down into your deficits than you would 
like overeating because you're craving things, it would be better to do that. So if that's something that you want to do, Nicola, then then do it. Because like I said, you'd be better doing that for two or three days than you would like overeating over the day. And then it, it sort of going all over, you know, out of control. Then Emma Moss has said motivation to eat what I have planned. So I get this and I've done it myself. Sometimes I'll plan my week of all my foods and then it'll get to the day and I go, I don't feel like that. Know that it is flexible. It's not like set in stone. If you get to something and you think, I don't really feel like that, choose something that's maybe similar or something you do feel like. Maybe it's that you've planned a chicken curry, but you don't want chicken curry. Okay, so could you still have the chicken, but could you maybe eat like chicken fajitas or something, whatever it is? Just know that it can be flexible. Maybe keep the protein source in that you've planned, but just change the meal. So she said, I try to eat Monday to Friday foods and meals with lots of macronutrients, veg, salad, and high protein but last week that I went out the window sorry it went out the window I had a couple of low calorie microwave meals and just convenient bits that were not high in protein or very nutritious I was also away for the weekend Saturday Friday Saturday so also be aware that you're probably gonna have weeks like that and it could be because you do on your period. It could be that you're busy in work. It could be that you're tired. Maybe have a look at your sleep while you're more tired that week. So that's why you weren't choosing like the nutritious foods and, you know, the uh, high protein foods and things that you normally would. There could be a reason why. So maybe reflect on that and see if you can change it, like moving forward. But also don't be hard on yourself. You're going to have weeks like that. It's not the end of the world. As long as today you get back on track and start to plan like you know your high your high protein and nutritious foods again lamry has said getting used to the higher calories so lamry has actually gone from being in a deficit to working on maintenance calories because she's at a point now where she's happy with what she's you know achieved and she doesn't want to lose any more weight but she wants to maintain what she's got and what she's you know she's worked hard for and this can be actually a, a harder place than people think it's actually a good place to be but it can be hard as well because you're trying to get your head out of the lower calorie options that you would normally make. And when you're at maintenance, don't think that you're going to put on weight. Maintenance means to maintain the place where you're at. I actually got my nails done by Lanry the other day and I remember ordering a, um, is it matcha? I was going to say mocha, but that's different, isn't it? It's a matcha latte. And by the way, she got me to taste it because I've never had it before. And it, it was disgusting. She likes it. And I think it's that one. I think it's like Marmite. Like people actually love it or they hate it. But to me, it tasted like grass and it really wasn't a vibe. Um, but she said she would normally get it with soy milk because it's lower in calories, but she actually enjoys it with oat milk. So I said to her, we'll get the oat milk. And I think she did get the oat milk in the end because, yeah, it's a little bit higher in calories. But because she was in that mindset of like being in the deficit, so she was choosing lower calorie options, but now trying to get her head in the space of actually I can probably have more things that I enjoy you know I said to her don't think that being at maintenance and be having a little bit higher calories now it's not much higher than she was it's a few hundred calories I said don't just think that means you're gonna eat shit because it doesn't it just means that you can have more of what you enjoy and that was a good example of she was getting the matcha latte so have the oat milk because that's what she enjoys because it's a little bit more creamy so having a little bit more you know, whatever, it, having a bigger portion of your tea rather than a smaller portion and it's getting your head around them things. So a lot of struggles to do with nutrition 
Um, let me just see if there's any more to do with nutrition that I've highlighted. No, I think that's everything to do with nutrition today. And you've got to understand, girls, with nutrition, it's a way from progress. You're going to have good weeks. You're going to have bad weeks. There's going to be times where you'll be spot on with your nutrition. You'll be hitting your, your protein. You'll be getting loads of fruit and veg in. But you will have missed the gym workout or you won't have got as many steps in. Nobody is perfect and you're not going to hit everything all of the time. There may be weeks where you smash it and you hit everything, but please be aware that that's not going to be all the time. So don't set your expectations too high and don't try and be too perfect. And this is why we say it's about being 80%, 100% of the time. We can't ask anyone to be 100%, 100% of the time because we'd be asking too much of you all so that's why we say 80% because we understand that there might be weeks that you're smashing it with your nutrition but you'll miss steps and you'll miss workout and you won't have enough sleep but then the following week you might be not as great with your nutrition but you're smashing the workout and you're smashing your steps like there's always going to be something that you you know doesn't sort of go to plan that week and be aware of that and be okay with it as well but also be aware that you know if you're not putting the effort in then you're not going to get the results that you want. But if you know that you're putting the effort in, but it just so happens that you couldn't make the gym because you had family around that night or whatever, then that's fine. So going on to exercise, so some struggles that people have said that they've had this week, with, or, you know, last week with exercise. So Lindsay said, Lindsay Lupton, despite the shoulder problems, my training still got uh, still got done. I'm feeling I'm finding the workouts do more for my head than anything else. I feel better after the workout. So Lindsay had actually mentioned that she's had like a bit of a um shoulder injury, but she still managed to, you know, go and get a workout done, which is absolutely amazing. What she said is that she's just um dropped like a reps and a weight, which is a good thing to do. If it's really like you've got an injury that you can't move, you know yourself. Or is it something that's just a bit of a niggle and you could actually work through? So Lindsay's said that like she can, she's obviously realised that it's just a little bit of a niggle and she can work through it. Actually, she'd said that I've, on one of her struggles, I found this week hard motivation wise. I only hit my protein goal a couple of days despite tracking everything. My choices haven't been the best. Also had a bit of a trouble with my shoulder. So had, had to lower my weight and reps, but I still went to the gym, which is a win. Also hitting my steps this week's been the lowest I've done step-wise. It's just been it's just been all round a rubbish week. So actually, I think there are wins in there because even though you've not felt motivated and you've had a bit of a shoulder, you know, your, your shoulder's been a bit niggly and stuff like that, you've still been trying. You haven't give up. And that's what a lot of people do is when things aren't going the way they think they should, they just give up. But you've still been trying. So, all right, you might not have made the progress that you wanted, but you haven't gone backwards. Yet, okay, this that week you might not have got as many steps in, but it's not the end of the world because you still get to get some steps in. And that's what I've just been talking about is saying, like, some weeks might be great and you're hitting things, like you've got to the gym and done your workouts, but you, you know, your steps have suffered and your nutrition hasn't been great. And that's just life. But saying that you got to the gym even though your shoulder had been niggly was actually um a win and you've done the right thing with lowering your reps and lowering your weight and maybe more deloads and the upper body side of things um anik said awful um i can't exercise i can't exercise because of my injury and that was my biggest struggle to accept however i am now ready to get back into upper body workouts anything is better than nothing and that's what we spoke about is you can either do nothing or you can do something so these are like two 
things about injuries. So Lindsay has said she's had a bit of a niggle and a sore shoulder, but she's worked through it. Now Anique's broke her leg, so she can't do exercise, lower body, because she's broke her leg, and that's what I was talking about then. But looking at it, me and Anique have decided that actually she could do some upper body work, like seated shoulder press. She can do like floor press um, because she's lying down. There are things that she can do. And this is what we say to people, no matter what your struggle, we are here to find a solution to the problem. And that is what this is about. This is about making changes. So if Anique can deal with you know, breaking a leg and still getting results, then imagine how easy it's going to be once she's out of a boot and she's, you know, feeling better. Same with Lindsay. If Lindsay knows how to deal with getting an injury to her shoulder, imagine how easy it's going to feel and how good she's going to feel when she's making even better progress, when her shoulder's feeling better. So this is what we say. It's about working through the tough times. That's when you need us. You don't need us when it's easy. You might want us when it's easy, but you don't necessarily need us, but you do need us to help you when things are tough. Lydia said, it's gone really well. I feel I can see my strength improving, which I'm so happy with. Definitely need to push my confidence more because I feel I can lift more than I am doing on the squats and the deadlifts. So it does come down to confidence with squats and deadlifts because they are such a big movement and also like lifting something up off the floor. You might feel a lot of people instantly think, oh God, what if I do something to my back? But if you're using correct form, your back won't go. Also with squats, I used to be really scared of squats because having that heavy weight on my back. But I think once you get over that fear and you know that you're not lifting something that you really, you know, know that could possibly injure you, you get over that fear. It's actually a really good feeling and you do feel strong. And honestly, to get to that point where you're like, oh my God, I'm feeling so much stronger in the gym. I'm feeling really confident with it. It's amazing. Like I can get, I'm getting that feeling now of that like excited feeling in my belly. Um, So if you are a little bit nervous, lids, or there's maybe, if there's a reason why, or maybe you're thinking, I don't know if my form's great on them exercises and I'm a little bit nervous to go heavier, video yourself and send them over to me. And I'm happy to go through a few pointers, which might just help with your confidence with them two exercises. And that goes to anybody, anybody that's struggling with exercise on the way, on the program then video yourself. But also we are doing the lift with confidence workshop. Now I know some of the girls can't come to this and we are going to be doing more of them, but the lift with confidence workshop are for things like what Lydia's just mentioned is having more confidence when it comes to certain exercises and just all round having confidence with lift and weight in the gym. So if you want more information about that, just head over to my Instagram, the 547 Instagram or Chloe's and you can get more information and you can grab yourself a space on our Instagrams as well. So Lottie Roberts has said, I only went to the gym on Monday. At least I got there once, but definitely not going and and she's not going to make a habit of it so like I said there are going to be weeks where maybe you do only go on Monday and then for whatever reason you haven't been able to get there but like she said she's not going to make a habit of that and that's what it comes down to it it, it's habits if you're somebody who's not going to the gym then that's because you're in the habit of not going to the gym but if you're somebody 
who consistently goes to the gym. It's because you've created a habit of going to the gym. So I think that was really important. What Lottie said there is she's not going to make a habit of it. So the only way you're not going to make a habit of it is actually getting to the gym and ask yourself, what were the reasons that you didn't go to the gym last week? Is it because you couldn't be bothered? Is it because generally you couldn't get there because you ended up having to stay in work late or you had family rounds or you had other commitments, which is fine. But if it comes down to, I just couldn't be bothered, I wasn't feeling motivated, well, that's not an excuse to not go to the gym. Um, like one of the other girls said before in her win, she really didn't feel like going, but she went anyway. And that comes down to discipline. So it might be, if that was the reason that you just need to be a little bit more disciplined about going. But if it was genuine that you couldn't get there, then don't be hard on yourself. Just try and make it a habit this week to get there. And then Emma Moss has said, so she's felt good and bad with training. I felt a lot stronger in the gym, which is amazing. Massive win. Only managed three sessions due to time. But again, amazing. Three sessions is what we program. Any more is a bonus. Wasn't feeling my workouts as I was bloated bloated, sluggish and tired off my period. Looking forward to this week to try and increase my weight. So that's the thing is like, you know, being on your period isn't like something that you should be surprised by because it comes around every single month. But actually going to the gym and working through it is a really big win for me. And actually a lot of people will go, oh, I didn't go to the gym because I was on my period, but actually we're not in year seven PE anymore. Like we've got goals that we want to achieve. So not going to the gym because you're on your period isn't an excuse, unless you are somebody who really suffers. But I can guarantee that you probably don't suffer for the full week. There'll probably be like maybe two, three, four days that maybe you're on a heavy period. And again, it might not want to go to the gym when you, you know, you're on a heavy period. But on the other days where maybe you're not on your heavy period, you could have got to the gym and you could have done the three workouts. So well done for going, M, even when you didn't feel like it. And then Lamia said, really good, feeling strong and feeling confident in the gym. And that is the goal when it comes to this program. We want you feeling strong. We want you feeling confident. And that's why we programmed last week to try and hit some PBs because when you're feeling strong, honestly, that feeling is like nothing else. And I can't wait for you all to feel like that. So going through the question that we ask, are your actions in line with your goals? So let's see what a few people have said. So Meg has said, I think time management, I think time management is a big one along with energy levels. I keep myself fueled as best I can, but I feel like I'm always tired trying to take off my fitness goals as well as my social or work goals. I'm definitely getting a bit better to make sure things are ticked off, but it's almost an expense of sleep of, or rest. This is something that I'd like to get around. So when it comes to sleep and rest, if you're somebody who's really busy, it you do need to look after your sleep because it will have an effect on how you feel. So if you're tired, you're going to make poor choices with nutrition. You're probably going to skip the gym. You're probably not going to be a good person to be around because you could be quite snappy, quite narky. You're not going to make good decisions like in work or, you know, you're not going to have them bright ideas that you might have if you were well rested. So sometimes it might be like if you've got loads of social events on, are the things that you could maybe say no to? Like, I know that could be hard to do, but are the things that you could maybe say no to? Because actually, I'm not feeling it. I'm really tired this week. Could we catch up, you know, in a few weeks' time? And if you're honest with people, 
they're not going to be like, oh God, she said she was tired. Do you know what I mean? Just be honest and say, do you know what? I'm really feeling tired. I, I just, could we do this like in a few weeks time or whatever? Also, if you are tired and really feeling fatigued, it might not be best for you to go to the gym. So could you maybe just go for a, a short walk instead, get a little bit of, you know, in a better headspace and could it be better for you to go to bed earlier? Um, instead of doing like five workouts a week or four workouts a week, could you just do like three workouts that week uh, or two workouts that week? Because it's going to be more important for you to get a good sleep and get a good rest because then it's not going to sort of downward spiral because you're getting shattered and, and like really tired. So have a little look at that and maybe start tracking your sleep on your watch or whatever and like having a little look at it are you getting a good seven to nine hours? And if you're not, then yet yeah, it needs improving. And then if you are getting a good seven to nine hours, is the quality of sleep not that good? So you can make your quality of sleep better by not being on your phone before you go to bed, not watching the telly right before you go to bed, really like looking at your mindset and like things that are in your mind. So have you got a lot of things bouncing around your mind? Are you stressed about something? Could you maybe start journaling or just writing things down? So I went through a phase of writing things down before I went to bed. Wasn't necessarily journaling, but I can have a lot bouncing around my brain. And I found that before I went to bed, I'd write things down. So I'd like, say, for instance, it was, you know, thinking about, oh, God, I need to do that for work. And, oh, God, I need to go that when, get that when I'm going to shop. So they're the things that I'd be going around my brain when I was trying to go to sleep. So actually getting them out on a piece of paper and putting them on a notepad at the side of the bed. One, I wouldn't forget to do them because they were there, wrote down. And two, it was getting it out of my brain, which meant that I was having a better sleep. So maybe give some of them things a go, Meg, and have a little look at your sleep. And like I said, sleep's going to be the most important thing for you if you are noticing that your energy levels are low. Because once your energy levels are low, you could end up at breaking points and then it's all sort of going to go to shit from there. Lindsay has said, it feels a bit flat this week, but I can see the difference in my pictures. So there are going to be weeks that you feel like that. And it is shit to feel like that, but also know that it will pass and you're not going to carry on feeling like that. And it is maybe just that one week and you could come into this week and start to feel great and you can see the difference in your pictures. So you know that what you're doing is working, even if it's maybe not what you thought. Like, And this is what I say to people about being like 80%. If you're just ticking the boxes as best you can, okay, it might not be perfect, but it's better than doing nothing. And I keep saying it, a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. And your pictures are showing. So, you know, be happy with that. Lydia said, I feel like it's going well. I'm seeing progress in the gym, just need to focus on better sleep. So again, Lid, listen to what I've just said about the sleep, because sleep does have a huge impact on um, like the choices that you make and your energy levels and stuff like that. I'm feeling really tired and down in the dumps, but this is likely be because she's due on a period. And again, it's good that you've understood that now and recognised it, that when you are due on your period, you can't feel like this and that shouldn't be a surprise, but all the things that you can do to make you feel better. So like going out for a walk, because you said that you didn't really get your steps in very well this week. So is it, you know, going out for a walk could make you feel a little bit better. Maybe it could be that you just need to lower your, your weights in the gym this week um, and not really focus on pushing your weights as much because you're feeling a little bit tired. But just because you're not doing the heavy weights doesn't mean that you're not progressing. It just means that you're just taking a little step back for this week because you're feeling a little bit tired and fatigued. And then that's actually going to do you better 
in the coming week sort of thing. Emma said she's feeling amazing and I'm loving every minute of it so far. So we're made up with that. So well done, Em. Nicola said progress is moving forward and I'm happy with how things are going. Looking forward to this week. So we're made up with that. And then Lamry said happy so far. And Ellie Beard has said stayed still for a couple of weeks now. Need to get back to enjoying and logging and prepping. So like we've said, if you're not doing the work, you can't expect to the results, but also... Have you had like lots of social events and you maybe you've been away and different things like that? That's fine. But it's understanding that and that's why it's important to reflect on where you're at and where you need to be and are the actions in line with your goals. And if they're not, do something about it. And if you're struggling with it, like we always say, come and speak to us. But it's good, L, that you've said, you know, you've noticed that you've stayed the same for a couple of weeks, which is actually a good thing. And people think that, you know, oh, I've stayed the same, but it doesn't matter that you've stayed the same because you haven't gone backwards. So staying the same is actually a good thing because you haven't like gone back or reverted back to old ways. But from staying the same, now it's time to get back logging, you know, your habits, get back into your workouts, get back into prepping because they're the things that are actually going to move you forward. Some of the little comments that we've had from some of the girls. So Anique said, thank you for checking in on me over the past couple of weeks and ensuring me it's not the end of my journey over breaking a foot and that's what we've said is like it's not the end of your journey just because something's happened there are things that you can do to work around it and that's the importance as well of having a coach and having accountability because we are here for that reason Lydia said thanks guys honestly could not have come this far without you I'm still looking forward to another three weeks time to see her progress so well done Lids. okay and that is everything for today um if there's anything that we, that I keep saying we, because I'm so used to having Chloe here, but if there's something that I haven't gone through on today's check-in that you wanted me to touch on, um, then just drop me a message because I'll go through it with you. Obviously, we've got a lot of check-ins, so unfortunately we can't go through everything every week but hopefully with everybody's that you know there are something that you are struggling with that we have touched on for you but if there really is something that I haven't touched on and you want me to look at something for you then please just drop me a message